It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Hello, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. Welcome to the Larry Kudlow Show. It's a great pleasure to be with you, as always. As always. So we got a bunch of things to talk about right at the top, and I guess um, I guess I want to try to tackle, at least in some sense, this baby formula scandal, which is a very serious thing. It's a health issue, of course. It's also an economic issue, and um, I don't know that I understand all of this, so I'll so I'll say that at the beginning. But I think the root cause of this is the government uh, regulations and the Federal uh, Drug Administration, the FDA. I mean, as I understand it, and again, I don't know all there is to know about this, but um, the FDA dithered for, I don't know, four or five months on this whole story. They they knew that there was a problem back in October. Uh, there were issues about a bacteria virus in the Abbott uh, factory in Michigan. Um, nobody really came forward, but there was a whistleblower, and the whistleblower alerted, uh, actually, the whistleblower alerted the public to this, but they alerted the FDA to this. This was back in October. So we're like, so that's really, you know, you could say almost eight months. We're in the middle of May. And nobody took any action for several months. That's the strange part of this. The FDA did not act on it. They knew about it, but nothing happened. So time passes there's still baby formulas on the shelves, but the supply is already starting to dwindle. Eventually, uh, I guess sometime in January or February of this year, the FDA started to look into it. And they're still looking into it with all their you know, allegedly scientific analysis. And... Um, Baby formula started to, you know, disappear from the shelves. Uh, mothers and parents going crazy. Kids not getting, little babies not getting what they need. I mean, that's really a huge part of this story. They've got a, you know, the health aspect of this is, you know, almost an underrated uh, issue. I'm just looking through my, through my notes and some news clips. We covered this last night on the Fox Business Show, and. I think that I think are on the right track. I think are on the right track. But so time passes, right? Baby formulas are disappearing, and the FDA uh, still hasn't come up with any clear decisions whether to keep it off the shelves or whether even Abbott. Now Abbott, the role of Abbott, the company, the manufacturer, you know, they say that yes, there was uh, some bacteria problems, but they were not related to the baby formula. It was in a different part of the plant's operations. And they are apparently you know, scrubbing this uh, to see uh, about, um, about the cause. So,
So this is all, of course, Abbott Nutrition's uh, Sturgis, Michigan facility, but it's you know Abbott Abbott Nutrition. And really, the plant has um, been idle. It was a voluntary recall, but again, that doesn't help the babies uh, who need this to be healthy. Nobody really knows who put in place this recall. Nobody. The FDA never to this day has ruled on the recall. Now, I don't know. I mean, this is one of these very frustrating things because who is going to put this uh, baby formula back into into play? I mean, when are they going to start producing? The plant is still idle. This is the middle of May, and the shelves are bear. Now, Abbott continues to deny these infections were an issue. They scrub the plant. Uh, there is bacteria, as I said, but it had nothing to do with the baby formulas. The FDA inspectors have gone in. I mean, this Cronobacter, which is um, the root of all this evil, Cronobacter is at least according to James Freeman and his uh, story in the Wall Street Journal today or yesterday, uh, it's really fairly common, uh, not that big a deal. Uh, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention is, of course, looking at this as part of the FDA scrub, but they haven't come up with uh, anything. Um, they only had a couple of um, uh, containers that they actually looked at. So I don't know. I mean, the sad part of this is I don't know when the government, I mean, I can tell you from my experience, I'll give you an example. Um, in 2020, uh, I served on the um, coronavirus uh, health, uh, it was a special committee we had. It was run by Vice President Mike Pence. And, you know, it was when the pandemic hit, and of course, the federal drug, the FDA was a very important part of this. And we were looking for solutions, the CDC and the FDA. Uh, they move very, very slowly, folks. I mean, very, very slowly. This is a case where government behemoth is a big problem. And um, Trump was able to, President Trump and Vice President Pence, you know, were able to. Uh, crack the whip and get these agencies to move uh, at lightning speed. In fact, we eventually called this Operation Warp Speed to come up with a vaccination. And it also included, you know, getting hold of all the various equipment uh, that would help with remedying uh, the terrible spread of the, um, of the coronavirus. Now, this same group, CDC and FDA, is operating on this baby formula problem with respect to Abbott, and they will move at a snail's pace, a snail's pace. And that, I think, is going to be the heartbreak for this story because I don't see a solution. Um, the Wall Street Journal editorializes, and they say that we could be importing uh, similar, even better baby formulas uh, from places like uh, Ireland and Mexico, I believe Chile, I believe the Netherlands. Uh, but the Wall Street Journal blames tariffs uh, on slowing down. But I, I really don't think I don't think tariffs are are the issue here. I do think, however, 
the FDA has such stringent regulations on the kinds of baby formulas that could come into the United States. So there's an, another issue there. What they ought to do is waive those regs and allow the importation. But imports are not going to—they're not going to solve the problem. It would take too long. I mean, everything's going to take too long. And again, that's part of the tragedy. So I, you know, I can't report this morning anything hopeful about this. You know, the government is moving at a glacier's pace. That's always the problem with these regulators. And I don't think the Biden administration, I mean, President Biden does not get involved in a hands-on way the way Trump did. I mean, Trump would call these people into the Oval, I was in these meetings, and crack the whip and say, get moving. This was with respect to the coronavirus, getting all the equipment as well as the movement to vaccinations. And we and the Trump administration was working very, very closely uh, with the pharmaceutical companies and the biotech companies so that this was a public-private partnership. Uh, Trump, of course, from the private sector, uh, many of his senior staff, including myself, yours truly, we were... F- we understood the benefits of the private sector, the ingenuity and the innovation of the private sector. The Bidens don't respect the private sector. So what I'm reading now is that they're blaming Abbott and a couple of other smaller baby formula producers, manufacturers, and they're accusing them of price gouging. Okay? <laughs> price gouging. There's four main manufacturers of which Abbott is the biggest. But this is like the oil and energy sector. Blame the companies. No, you should be working with the companies to produce safe quantities of of this baby formula. Don't beat them up. Work with them. And when I read that stuff, and I I know all of the anti-business predilections of the Biden administration, I say to myself, my goodness, we're going to get tangled up in a war with the manufacturers and uh, the red tape, uh, and it's not going to get solved. I mean, I think somebody's just got to say that the Abbott factory is okay. I mean, it's been closed for all these months. FDA's got to come in. CDC's got to come in. Uh, The health uh, uh, secretary and the health department's got to come in, HHS, and say it's okay. They've looked at it. We don't have to go through a million meetings and boards and scientists weighing in. I mean, there's a desperate need, an urgent need right now to solve this problem and get these formulas back on the shelves and back into the hands of the parents who will feed their little babies and, um, you know, make them well. And I, I don't see that happening and I don't expect it to happen. And it's a, sa- a terrible, sad tale. So the red tape, the FDA, the red tape of the Center for Disease Control, the anti-business biases of the White House, the failure of Joe Biden to get in there and kick some butt, all this thing makes me ultra-concerned, even sad, that this problem may not get solved for a while. I mean, that's the long and short of it. And um, it's a scandal. It's a terrible scandal. They waited too long. Now they're all tangled up in regulations. And now, 
you know, the Bidens are doing the blame game. I love it. The blame game. They just always blame somebody but themselves. And that is the, that's not problem solving, folks. I'm sorry. That's just political blaming and posturing. And it's really intellectually corrupt process. So I wish I had better news. I mean, I wish I was more confident that this darn problem is going to be solved so that America can take care of its children. What is it about this White House, you know? Talking about children. I mean, you know, now I th- just think about Roe v. Wade and 63 million abortions. And I say to myself, save America, save America's children. Save America's children. You know, let states decide. Let's have abortion restrictions, significant restrictions. Let's help get these baby formulas back on the shelves. Let's respect our, you know, the role of parents and families. You know, this transformational, progressive, woke nonsense that comes out of the White House. I'm not sure they even care about families. All the gender and sex talk and, and debates or k- keeping parents out of, uh, out of the classroom, out of the boards of, edu- of uh, education. You know, we learned that the Attorney General had, in fact, been setting up numerous FBI investigations with parents who went to Board of Education meetings, taking on the teachers' unions over woke teachings in the classroom about race, gender, and sex for five-year-olds. And this administration never seems to come down on the side of the parents and the families. They come down on the side of the government and the bureaucracy and these far-left woke ideas. Now, I don't see any wokeness yet in this baby formula business. I just see a lack of urgency and understanding how important this is to America's children. We want to save America's children. And whether you're talking about Roe v. Wade or abortion regulations, or whether you're talking about cutting red tape in the White House, or whether you're talking about a president who should be hands-on in solving problems but never seems to be. Somehow I see it in my head all of a piece of a problem. I don't want a woke transformation of America. I don't want, he wasn't elected. Even Elon Musk said that this week. Musk said Biden was not elected to transform America. And he's exactly right. Anyway, we'll have much, much more on this as the show goes on. We'll talk about ultra MAGA and Biden's inflation denial. The inflation numbers were terrible. Let me take a quick break and come back on all of that stuff. But, I mean, really, save America. Save America's children. Save America's babies. Do whatever is necessary to cut through the red tape and get these baby formulas back on the shelves so the children will benefit. 
and the parents and the families can act like parents and families without having a government on their wrong side. You follow? Let me stop there. I'm Larry Kudlow. We'll be right back after this. Now, back to the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. By the way, you can get us on the Internet. You can live stream us on the net, LarryKudlowShow.com. That runs throughout the country, overseas, and uh, throughout the solar system, I'm told, although I haven't been up in the solar system in a while. But again, LarryKudlowShow.com. You know, we had some very bad inflation reports this week. There is no let-up in the inflation problem. The uh, CPI, Consumer Price Index, up 8.3%. The Wholesale Price Index, Producer Prices, up 11%. And the Import Price Index, uh, up, I guess, 12.5%. Very bad numbers. Obviously, we have a very shaky stock market. Um, market interest rates are rising. But you would think, I mean, this is just, maybe this is a sidebar, but you would think if inflation is raging and we're in this crisis, and part of this is energy shortages, we're not pumping enough oil, we're not producing enough gas, we're not building new pipelines to get the energy to where it needs to go in the U.S. and for that matter into Europe and overseas, You would think the shortages and the high prices of gasoline, which did hit a record this week, that the Bidens would um, uh, take some actions to deal with this. And they did take some actions. It's fabulous. They they denied uh, oil and gas leases, three of them, three big ones, high-profile ones, one of them in Alaska. I had uh, Governor Dunleavy on and two of them in the Gulf of Mexico, which is really, both those places, cheap oil. The break-evens for profits only $30 a barrel. And the reason that uh, the leases were taken out, as I said, there wasn't enough industry interest. But the reason there may not have been industry interest is they know full well that Biden's regulations will stop permits. So what good is a lease if you can't get a permit to drill and pipeline? It's an incredible story. Absolutely incredible story. They stopped these uh, energy leases. So we're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we've got the great Phil Graham, former Senator Phil Graham, and we're going to talk about the inflation problem and the energy issues and what the Fed is not doing and why Bidens are blaming MAGA, ultra MAGA, instead of good policies to curb inflation. I'm Kudlow. We'll be back in a short time. 